The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. If you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezzik. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas. It is the Even Money Podcast presented, of course, by the number one rated DraftKings Sportsbook app. Why would you have any other Sportsbook app when you can have the number one rated one from DraftKings? I'm Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman, five teams, seven years, a bunch of different podcasts. We had Greg Cosell on today's Ross Tucker football podcast, another Cosell's Concepts edition. It was awesome. Talking situational football, which if you're watching or listening to this podcast, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL, or listening all the places you can, you know how significant situational football is. I mean, how many times have you lost a bet because the guy went out of bounds or they, they got a penalty in when they're trying to run the clock out? Situational football. We got in the goal line and red zone and four-minute and two-minute. Highly encourage you to listen to today's Ross Tucker football podcast you can find that like all of our shows at ross tucker pod i'm at ross tucker nfl on all the various social media platforms and our intern intern casey is killing it with the youtube clips the social media clips make sure you're following along she deserves it on both those platforms and we're now posting all of the highlighted social media clips to the aforementioned youtube page so if you just want to see the best stuff the stuff we think is the best Go to the highlights playlist at youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. No Steve this week. Steve is on his one weekly vacation the whole year. He always does this. The week after 4th of July, Steve takes a week vacation every year. And so we are bringing in instead a guy I've gotten to know very well over the last year or so. He's my buddy, my producer, my teammate over at Radio.com Sports. He's an on-air host and producer for You Better You Bet with my buddy Nick Costos, who's been on this show before. They're absolutely killing it. And by the way, I should mention, this Friday and every Friday for the foreseeable future, I am doing in-depth deep dives on different NFL divisions, 
looking at their win totals and trying to give you guys an indicator of some things that people might not know. So if you don't already, watch, listen, subscribe to You Better You Bet, especially on Fridays when your boy's on there for a football Friday because it's fun to write all – I feel like I'm Greg Cosell, writing <laughs> out all these notes on the depth chart for all these teams and then breaking it down with my boy Nick Costos and Eli Hershkovich, at Eli Hershkovich on Twitter. Here's how you spell, spell Hershkovich, okay? The start of it, Hersh, just like Hershey chocolate. Just H-E-R-S-H, just like Hershey chocolate. And then you get into the – Hershkovich. Kovich. C-O-V-I-C-H. Uh, K-O-V-I-C-H. I'm glad I butchered that one. Yeah, yeah good here. Uh, Eli, love having you on the show. Love working with you on You Better You Bet. Thanks so much for coming on Even Money for the first time. Yeah, man, I'm pumped to talk some football, dive into some NBA, MLB, even some golf too. So I want to start with the golf, actually, because I know you have an interesting football take and some interesting baseball and NBA futures. But I've noticed not just you, not just Nick Costos, but a lot of people are really into betting on golf these days. And it certainly seems like the one sport we know will be around for a while, seemingly no matter what. What is it about golf that you guys like so much that you guys are enjoying betting on it? Yeah, so for me, it's the four-day sweat, right? Because you have the first round, second round, third round, fourth round from Thursday through Sunday. So a little similar to college basketball in that sense from the futures market because you're getting that sweat for a foreseeable uh, amount of time. And then also the metrics for me. Some people don't like to dive into metrics when they're handicapping, even the NFL, MLB. They go by situational handicapping. But I love handicapping college basketball. That's my favorite sport. And the metrics with golf and college basketball, if you want to do a deep dive into golf metrics, it's similar. So, like, give me an example. How is it similar between college hoops and golf? They don't seem similar to me at all, but I'm sure you're (laughs) going to tell me why. So for college basketball, like a metric that matters a lot is adjusted defensive efficiency. If you're trying to hone in on a a stat that might help you gain an advantage with betting it under, for instance, adjusted defensive efficiency could help a lot. Uh, That's defensive efficiency over 100 possessions. For golf, if you're looking at a metric that could help a lot, it's strokes gained approach and strokes gained tee to green. Like you look at a tournament like we saw last week at the Workday Charity Open, Kyle Morikawa, not a good putter at all, bottom 50 in strokes gained putting, but he was incredible with strokes gained tee to green. He gave himself so many opportunities to get the golf ball on the green and have birdie opportunities, and he putted well on a slower green last week. So when you're trying to find metrics that give you a, a plus EV advantage per se, there are specific metrics that can do that with golf and college basketball. Got it. Okay. Uh, and But people love, like, you can do the first-round leader, You know, you have guys top 10. So really every one of the four days matters and you're tracking all your dudes the whole time. Right. It's dude. It is the biggest sweat I've had since college basketball. I love betting on football, but golf has become my second favorite sport to bet on. That is really, really interesting because a lot of people, a lot of people are saying that right now. I want to ask you this too. Um, You know, our, our partners are, are DraftKings, and I'm looking at – I get emails from them every day, right? So the Memorial Tournament coming up this weekend, right? It says handle rank golfer odds percentage of handle percentage of bets, okay? So I think most people that are 
watching on the YouTube or listening, they, they know what the odds are. So Tiger Woods plus 2,600. I think people know what that means, right? You put 100 down, you win 2,600, whatever. And then you got Justin Thomas is plus 950. Bryson DeChambeau plus 1050. Brooks Kepka plus 2800. So I'll get into your, your strategy. I'll get into what bets you like this week momentarily. What I've wondered is, in all of the stuff that DraftKings provides me, they always have the percentage of the handle and the percentage of the bets. Does that matter to you? Do you care? Or is it just interesting? In other words, is that actual information? Or is it just interesting to see what percentage of people are betting on which guy or what percentage of people of the handles on each guy? Yeah, I think it's more so just interesting for me. Like it's the NFL is a is a is a very specific sport when it comes to trying to gauge the handle, where the money is going, where the bets are going. I find it a little bit more intriguing for the NFL. But then again, I don't really gauge my bets around where the where, what the handle is like where the bets are going, where the money is going for that sport either. I just go by my handicapping style. I honestly don't like it when a lot of people are on my side for a specific outright because I feel like it's going to get mushed. So I, I look at the handle a little bit week by week, but not really something I, I bet by. Speaking of DraftKings, by the way, this is one of the things that's cool. Like you look at it, Tiger Woods to birdie his starting hole in round one. Plus 500 to the yes, no is minus 910. Tiger Woods to hit his starting hole fairway in regulation in round one. I mean, you can like, you can bet on like every stroke, length of longest drive. I mean, just the amount of Tiger Woods bets are absolutely hilarious now that Tiger is back. Do you like, I guess we'll start with this. Do you dabble in any of these sort of one-offs or prop bets for Tiger or anybody else? Yeah, I mean, there's a there might be a day uh, in a specific round, like a Friday or something like that, where it's 5 o'clock, I feel really good about my bets, and I might just bet on a specific hole uh, for a head-to-head. So people that are not familiar with golf, you could bet on head-to-heads with specific players. So let's say you go with Tiger Woods against someone he's paired with this week. Uh, like Rory McIlroy, you can bet on Tiger versus Rory head-to-head or Kepka Brooks Kepka versus Tiger head-to-head for the entire tournament. You can also bet them round by round, assuming they both make the cut. And you could also bet them hole by hole once the round gets going. So I, I, I bet, like, I think it was Paul Casey against Patrick Cantlay a couple weeks ago for a hole by hole, like li- very little money. And again, I just want to preface it with that. I am putting barely anything on these bets because it's just for the sweat. If you actually think you're getting an advantage on any of these kind of bets, I don't think so. So I should mention, by the way, before we get into your specific bets, that you can download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the code ROSS when you sign up. For a limited time, all new users can get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. Think about that. DraftKings Sportsbook has a sign-up bonus up to $1,000 Just enter the code ROSS when you sign up. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. New Jersey, Indiana, or PA only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match. Each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. This week, they got golf. They got soccer, the Premier League, La Liga, of course. You can start to look ahead to baseball. They actually have a new return to baseball promotion 
if you place a bet of at least $25 on who's going to win it all, win the World Series, they'll give you a $25 free bet to use on opening day. So we like free money. We like free money. What's your strategy, Eli, when it comes to golf? I know you have one. What is it? Yeah, so I've been dabbling a little bit. I mean, I'll be completely honest with the viewers, with the listeners. I got into golf handicapping back, or I started studying it back in May when I was like, well, we're coming back to You Better You Bet on Radio.com. We're not going to have baseball immediately. We're not going to have NBA. We're not going to have NHL. I need to learn how to handicap this sport. I've, I've liked watching golf here, but uh, I, and I bet on it occasionally, but I need to learn how to handicap it. So I like to bet the uh, the top 20s, top 10s, some of that kind of stuff, rather than trying to hone in on outrights and uh, and each ways. And if you're betting in each way, uh, if a golfer finishes top two or tied for second, uh, tied for fourth, tied for fifth, you're getting reduced odds at that price. But I like to look at the uh, the top 20s, top 10s. I feel like there's a little bit more of a an advantage there, and you're much more likely to cash the bet. A little bit more of a plus EV bet for me, at least, when I'm trying to look at my advantages uh, looking at golf. So a couple guys that I like this week. Number one, starting with Abraham Answer. He's plus 175 on DraftKings. And the guy has been absolutely dominating since the tour restart. believe he's number one in strokes gained tee to green, number two in ball striking, strokes gained ball striking. That is so, again, giving yourself birdie opportunities. He isn't above average putter since the restart. Not really overall in his golf game, but uh, again, he could drive the golf ball better than a lot of guys on tour right now, and he the accuracy is there. So I like answer plus 175 for a top 20. That's my number one bet this week. And then I'm also looking at a little bit lower on the odds board, just in terms of a little less value, I guess. Xander Shoffley really impressed, or Xander Shoffley really impressed me last week uh, at the Workday Charity Open. Finished tied for 14th, so outside the top 10, outside the top five, not in the mix in the playoff with JT and Morikawa. But if you go back to the Charles Schwab uh, Invitational, going back to early June, a lot of people just remember Colin Morikawa's collapse and not really how Shoffley collapsed also down the stretch. But he he didn't play well. In the, I believe he was number one going into, uh, or first going into uh, the, the final round on Sunday. So, but he really improved uh, going back to this last week and really got back to his approach. He had, he gained five strokes off approach last week. So that's a metric that really matters in this, at this course and pays dividends. I, I brought that up with answer. I really like Shoffley this week uh, to at least finish top 20 at plus 125 on DK. Out of the big name guys, Tiger Woods, Brooks Kepka. Bryson DeChambeau's, I guess, a big name now. Justin Thomas, Rory McIlroy. For people that like to bet guys they know, you know, guys they've heard of, maybe they're not big bettors, uh, golf bettors, but they want to bet somebody they know. Is there a guy out of that group that you like the most? Yeah, I don't mind Rory at plus money to finish top uh, top 10. I believe he's minus 120 on DK for a top 20. DeChambeau could very well win this tournament. He won it back in 2017. I, I, I want to scale back a little bit to a guy that actually has better odds, but he's a big-name golfer, is Brooks Kepka. The approach really hasn't been there uh, over the last, you know, tw- over his last 12 rounds, his last 24 rounds. So that's a little bit concerning. But uh, Ken Barkley, who I believe you had on this podcast, Lockie Lockerson, was on You Better You Bet yesterday discussing how Gary Woodland and Kepka both finished hot going into round two last week at the Workday Charity Open. Kepka wasn't able to make the cut, but Brooks very well could have 
done what Gary Woodland did and finished, I believe he finished top five uh, to, to end the tournament or top 10 at the very least. So I like Kepka to bounce back this week. I also like him in the head-to-head against Tiger. I think you're getting it around minus 110. So pretty standard odds against Tiger in a head-to-head. Got it. Anything else on golf before we move on to NBA and MLB? Or are we good to move? Yeah, we're good to move. I, I'm starting to dig into the outrights and the each ways today, but those are my bets so far for, for this tournament. Yeah, so I, I've said this before. Eli, I've probably said this on You Better You Bet as well. I I judge like my golfers and other sports based on how the guys look. And I like dudes that look like they lift weights and look like they played football. So like, I'm a big Brooks Kepka guy, yeah. so I like him. And I like the Shambo. I like that he's taking protein shakes and stuff and gaining weight. But then he had that weird thing where he told the camera guy, why are you filming everything I do? And you guys got to not film me when I'm doing dumb stuff. Like, what was that about? Yeah, he's a very polarizing figure right now in the golf game. I would love to see him and Tiger just dual uh, you know, if he finishes, maybe he's minus 18, 18 under par. Going into the final final couple holes, Tiger Tiger's able to, able to eagle, and then you get a little bit of battle down the stretch there. Yeah, the Kepka thing and the DeChambeau thing was weird though, because Kepka then called him out on Twitter uh, last week, and that he doesn't even make the cut. So I don't understand how the PGA Tour didn't put those guys in a featured grouping, but they screwed up. Hopefully, we get some sort of finish with either Tiger and DeChambeau, or either the three of them too would be awesome with Brooks, Tiger, and Bryson. All right, let's get to baseball because I mentioned earlier DraftKings has that special where if you put 25 bucks on the World Series winner, right. you get a free $25 bet for opening day, which is pretty cool. Um, what's been your, your number one futures bet or what's your strategy going into baseball season starting up? Yeah, so for a World Series future that I really like, I like the A's at uh, 25 to 1. I believe they're still on DK at that price. Think about a, a manager that has experience and understands how to work his pitching staff and can let his guys go. Bob Melvin has, has discussed that a ton all over these last few weeks, how he has a couple of young starters in his rotation with Puck and Lazardo, two of the best young arms in baseball. And he's going to let them go in comparison to what would have happened over the course of a 162-game season where he might have threw, the, threw them into the bullpen uh, in September during the stretch run. Maybe they get a start in the playoffs or maybe they come in when you know when he needs about three or four innings of relief. But he's going to let them go in the 60-game regular season. If it was a, maybe in a 100-game season, something like that, where starters might be a little bit more valuable, I would take a shot at Lazardo to win Cy Young. But uh, the way closers and bullpens are going to matter, I think there's a little bit more value in, in the bullpen and with a reliever to win Cy Young because of the priority and the onus that's going to be placed on closers and their saves over the course of a 60-game season. But I really like the A's with their young pitching staff, one of the best defenses in baseball. You have Olsen at first base who could slug the hell out of the ball and Chapman who also a very a very solid power hitter and can put up big numbers. I I love their, again, rotation, their bullpen too. Uh, the A's have value to me at 25 to 1. I think they're able to win that division. You can get plus money on that bet too. And uh, I, I think they're they're well-suited to win, to win it all in a shortened season. That's interesting because I would think almost like the longer the season, the better for younger guys, right? Like I would think like the shorter the season, 
the older guys don't run out of gas and the older guys can just give you what they got for 60 games in the playoffs. So that's interesting the way you kind of laid it out there. Yeah, no, it's a good point by you. I'm, I'm sure managers on the flip side of that are going to say Justin Verlander. I mean, then again, Verlander's going to go 7-8 regardless, unless he has some sort of injury. Just thinking about some of those veteran starters. But uh, again, from the, from the manager perspective, from the manager perspective, if, if your guy is 22, 23 years old and you don't want to waste his arm and you want it to last, you're not going to throw him out there for 7-8 every single start if he's got it uh, over, over a full season. But over a 60-game season, a little bit different. Yeah, I think that's an interesting point. Any other baseball bets that you like? I know just looking at DraftKings, they got a bunch of like individual player prop bets that came out. You know, player to hit 20 home runs, Bellinger, Giancarlo Stanton, Joey Galloway, Mike Trout is plus 300. Pete Alonso is plus 250. Pitcher to record 100 plus Ks, Garrett Cole, Jacob DeGrom. You know, it's interesting Eli, I'm wondering if there's value in some of these bets this year just because it's only a 60-game season and people aren't used to those numbers. Right. There is value as a result of that. And one that I want to go back to is uh, the Cy Young conversation. I I like Kirby Yates. I think he's 150-1 to on on DraftKings to win Cy Young, the closer for the Padres. Uh, Again, over the course of a shortened season, the the way – uh, the way voters are going to look at uh, saves. Because again, if you think about, let's say Kirby Yates and the Padres surprise, and I think they have a shot to make the playoffs and potentially win the NL West, a surprise team out there along with the Diamondbacks who have a shot to make some noise. Let's say Yates saves 25, 30 games and the Padres win 30 plus games. Let's go with 32, 33, and that's good enough to win the NL West. That, in a, in a, from a voter standpoint, should be good enough. I mean, the fact that Yates finished uh, top 10 last year in Cy Young voting. And if he closes out, let's go with like 80 plus percent of your games. That should be good enough to, to win the Cy Young. He's also got a really high strikeout rate. So that's going to impress voters. Uh, I really like Kirby Yates. If, let's say he goes with a, a 1.2 ERA, something like that, that he finished at last year. There is a ton of value in long shots, like you just mentioned, Ross. Uh, and Kirby Yates is one of them. All right. So here's what I want to ask you. Are you one of those guys that you always like to bring up the names of people that people don't know as well. Like I, I just gave you like 10 names of baseball players that everybody knows, you know, Trout, Alonzo, Garrett Cole, DeGrom, Verlander, Scherzer, and you come back with Yates. All right. <laughs> I mean, and in golf, there's all these guys. I told you Tiger and DeChambeau and Brooks, and you gave me answer and Shuffley. And look, people know who those guys are, but not like mainstream. Right. I, guess, I guess you just feel like that's the value a lot. That you, you like to make a little bit more um, underdogs, like better odd bets. Yeah, for sure. And again, I'm just trying to throw you a curveball, Ross. Just try to give you something different here with Kirby Yates. Uh, again, there's value and because when you think about the Kepkas of the world, right? Those are, those are public from a public better standpoint they're going to gravitate towards the names that they know. And as a result, like Tiger Woods, you would have, some people would have expected him to open at around 18 to one to win the Memorial tournament. He opens at 26 at sports books around the country, DraftKings included. I'm sure the majority of the handle, the majority of the bets are going to be come Thursday. A lot of them on Tiger Woods, because that's a name that people want to bet on regardless of whether there's value or not. 
So here's something I think is interesting, by the way. We're going to be able to watch the NBA, but I've been talking about this on the Ross Tucker football podcast. I know a lot of people think when they're on the internet, they do incognito mode. Dude, that doesn't that doesn't hide your activity, doesn't <laughs> hide your browsing history. And I know your browsing history, Eli. The, your internet service provider can still see every single website you've ever visited, which is why you should never go online without using ExpressVPN. Doesn't matter if you're getting your internet from Verizon or Comcast or whatever, you can still get ExpressVPN because internet service providers like Verizon and Comcast, they can legally sell your information to ad companies. 100% of your data is encrypted with the most powerful encryption available. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Wired. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash even money, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S vpn.com slash even money expressvpn.com slash even money to learn more eli i want to learn more about what you're thinking in terms of the nba that's the sport i'm most excited about with the restart the bubble is hilarious to me i love guys getting kicked out of the bubble because they tried to get delivery food it's it's not delivery it's the journos it's unbelievable to me some guys are playing, some guys aren't. Where have you found the value in the NBA? Yeah, so just from a future standpoint, uh, a team that's close to you, Ross, I kind of like the 76ers at those Yeah, odds. you do. Yeah, you do. <laughs> at 28 to 1 uh, to win the NBA title. I, I understand that some people were concerned uh, yesterday. I think the reports came out on, on Tuesday or even Monday that Ben Simmons was going to be moving to the power forward spot. And Shake Milton was going to be starting at point guard. To me, that's making the best case out of a, a really, really crappy uh, situation. Because you think about the kind of floor spacing that the Philadelphia 76ers had with Simmons starting at point guard. And I do think he's going to play a little bit of point forward at that spot as a, as a creator from the high post, which sets up a lot of Philadelphia's offense. But with the way the 76ers offense was going to operate, so you were going to have Horford at the four and Simmons at the, at the one, at the point guard spot. Zero floor spacing besides Tobias Harris. Now with Simmons at the four, even though there might be a little bit of a defensive liability because of his size against other power forwards, bigger power forwards, not just the stretch fours of the NBA, Shake Milton could stretch the floor. And it's not like he's going to be playing on ball the entire time. So having the ball in his hands uh, in, in the point guard role, the every single possession, uh, again, he could shoot the three ball at an over 42% clip. I believe it's around 45% actually. And uh, he played really well down the stretch for the Sixers when they had those injuries with Simmons and Embiid. And also you're getting a healthy Embiid. When you're going into the bubble, Preston Johnson of ESPN brought this point up on You Better You Bet a few weeks ago. Chemistry shouldn't matter as much when you're trying to handicap the futures market because think about it. A lot of these teams haven't practiced up until the last week or so uh, for the last few months during the pandemic. So when you're trying to capitalize on value, the 76ers have it because while they were kind of discombobulated during the regular season, played really well at home, a lot of chemistry issues on the road, they don't have to go to Milwaukee 
in the Eastern Conference semifinals. They don't have to go to, to I mean, then again, they played really well against Boston, but even Miami, a team that they struggled up against on the road uh, this past season, faltered late in one of their road games against the Heat. So I like the 76ers, a little bit of a coaching liability with Brett Brown, but again, chemistry and that sort of stuff, I think you can find value in it because a lot of these teams are going to be lacking it uh, once the restart happens, once the playoffs begin. Finally, Eli, your first good pick of the show, your first good bet, Sixers, baby, Sixers. <laughs> that, that's an issue for me with other sports. I don't have that issue with football, but for other sports, like I want the Phillies. I want the Sixers, right? So that's not a good way to go about it. Football, I just go by what I know, like, the, like what I think is going to happen. Yeah. You know, these other sports that I'm not as familiar with, you know, I lean towards my fandom a little bit more. Football, I don't really have any – fandom so i can be a little more objective speaking of football by the way yeah uh you and i were texting back and forth and i said got any football bets and you said i like matthew stafford to win the mvp and i kind of like this as well eli tell me why Uh, first off by the way going back to your football uh takes I want to say, for, for all the people that gave you crap during the divisional round, you're one of the only people that I remember that took the Titans against the Ravens. Uh, I think they were plus nine and a half or something like that. So, I mean, you're a really good football handicapper. I give you a lot of credit for that. With Matthew Stafford, there's value there at 50 to one. And you think about quarterbacks, long shots, right, in that price range. Kirk Cousins is around 50 to one as well. Ben Roethlisberger sitting at that price. Let's take Big Ben as the example in the comparison to Matthew Stafford. Are the Steelers going to win the AFC North with the uh, with the bank? Well, not with the Bengals in contention with the Ravens likely winning that division again. I really like Baltimore this year. Even the Browns in the mix to at least make the playoffs. Even though I think Big Ben is going to have a big season, I, just because of that price and just because your quarterback likely needs to win the division to win MVP, I don't like that bet. But Matt Stafford and the Lions, to me, even though they're a dog and have the longest odds to win the NFC North, I think they have a legitimate shot to win this division, even though you lost Darius Slay in the offseason. You get Okuda, you get Trufant, an experienced cornerback in Trufant, even though he's fallen off over the last, what, like four or five years. And Okuda has a lot of promise to me, even though I wanted them to draft Derek Brown and improve that D-line. So that's my point with Detroit. I like this team. I think they have a really strong opportunity to win the NFC North as a long shot bet. And then Matthew Stafford, you go back to his play last year, he was on pace to lead the league in passing yards before he went down. And the Lions were something like 3-3-1 three, three, and one with him. And a lot of those games came in one-score games. So you're trying to find variance in, in, in the midst of an NFL season. And I know a lot of people don't like Patricia. And that's probably the one knock against Detroit is that coaching staff, right? But if the Lions are able to keep themselves, let's say, around uh, and in one-score games again, you would expect some variance to flip around and go towards the Lions' favor. And you think about all the weapons that Matthew Stafford has uh, obviously on the offensive side of the ball with, with Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones, arguably two of the better or t- one of the best receiving cores in, in the NFL in terms of a duo that people don't talk about enough because Matthew Stafford has been banged up the last couple of years. So if Stafford stays healthy, I think the Lions have a legitimate shot to win the NFC North and uh, maybe get a two seed in the NFC, a three seed. And I mean, who knows if the Lions finish number one, then Stafford would win MVP. I doubt that happens. But let's say Detroit wins 10 or 11 games. He has a he has a you know a legitimate case to win that award. Yeah, I mean, listen, I think the Lions win the division and Stafford MVP are both long shots. 
But when I go on these radio hits or whatever and they say, give me a team that you think is a long shot, I say the Lions a lot. I do. I just think they were playing pretty good uh, until Stafford got hurt. Now he's back. I, I, I kind of like both those, Eli. I really do. Here's what I want everybody to do right now, okay? Whether you're watching at YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL or listening anywhere else, you got to go to You Better You Bet on Twitter, at You Better You Bet follow it that way you'll know every time your boy is on the show which for right now is football fridays which we love and that way then you can see how to spell eli's last name so you can follow eli make sure you're following me at ross tucker nfl and our podcast at ross tucker pod because when we post it we will have eli's last name up there and that way you can just hit the the, the follow button rather than trying. Although, you know what? If you type in Eli Hirsch, he'll probably come up. Yeah. Eli Hirsch, you don't need to worry about the Kovic or Kovic, hurt, whatever. Just Eli Hirsch, he'll probably come up. Eli, great stuff. Really appreciate it, buddy. Looking forward to talking with you on, on Friday. It should be great. For everybody else, if you missed Greg Cosell today, you did it wrong. Ross Tucker Football Podcast. And tomorrow, speaking of baseball and pitchers, we got Brad Ziegler, former Major League Baseball pitcher. He's coming on the Fantasy Feast with me and Joe Dolan tomorrow to talk fantasy football. Evidently, baseball players love fantasy football. So we'll be talking about that with Brad tomorrow. Other than that, good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some money. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast, Business of Sports, and the College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.